Welcome to The Read Along. A mini book club for your ears. I'm your host, Scott. I'm your other host, Anita. And join us on a journey through a good book, one one chapter chapter at at a time. time. Have you ever watched a movie and wondered, could that have been better? Well, fortunately, there's a place you can go to find out. I Have Some Notes is a podcast where Greg Beaver, Liam Kreswick, and me, Scott C. Bourgeois, discuss movies and try to punch them up. You can find it right now wherever good podcasts can be found. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to the show. (laughs) You may have noticed right off the top that we no longer have a network plug. Unfortunately, it's true. Um, The Alberta Podcast Network is no more. That's right. It wasn't us, it was them. It, it, It wasn't us, it was them. We received the news a little bit before everyone else, obviously, so we knew that they were going to be winding down. We made the decision to, uh, and the commitment, really, to stay on right up until the lights were shut out. And uh, that was basically at the end of the month of March. So as of today, we are no longer part of the Alberta Podcast Network because, as Anita says, it doesn't exist anymore. It's true. Um, But uh, we will, this is going to continue. Yeah. Well, it, we're not going anywhere. We didn't start as part of the network. No, we so did not. So basically, we're just back to where we were. An independent mom and an, pop Yeah, a podcast. little independent podcast. Now, obviously, there is a little bit of overhead, which goes into doing this podcast. So we are exploring options about uh, where we may end up. But for the time being, we're going to be independent. Um, and we'll, we'll keep you posted if we settle on something or if something new comes along. But uh, just for now, rest assured, we are continuing. Yeah. Uh, we're not going anywhere anytime soon. We're already kind of in the planning process for our next book as this book wraps up. Uh, just because the network has ended doesn't mean that this is being shut down. Like that's <laughs> no, no, that's no, not nothing, happening. nothing like that. It's just that we're we're back on our own again. That's yeah. all. And I I do want to take this moment as well to thank the Alberta Podcast Network. Uh, for all of the assistance and support that they've given us over the years that oh, we have been part of the network. Absolutely. Their their support was really instrumental in keeping our little podcast going. Yeah, it, it really right? motivated us to step up our game and to continue. Yeah. And uh, a special shout out to Karen Unland, who founded the podcast oh, network. We heart Karen Unland very, very much. She yes. is a wonderful lady. Absolutely. And to all of the other people who who helped made that work, to Fonda and Brianne especially. I know that they were involved a lot in yeah. the day today. So, uh, yeah, just uh, great work from all of them. And while we are sad to see the network end, we are happy for the time that it was there. It's a good way of putting it. And we, and we were very happy to be members of it, so... Yeah, I enjoyed being part of uh, the network very much. Yeah. Uh, So with that said, I guess, I did say that we were going to carry on and carry on we shall by getting right into a recap of our previous chapter, the penultimate chapter of Questland, in which there is a not climactic, not boss fight. (laughs) As Addie sneaks her way past a dragon into a control room and shuts it all down and then takes a moment to kind of have a breather after all of the danger has passed and uh, gets a little little alone time with Torres to commiserate over <laughs> everything that's happened. And then that leads us into the denouement, the final chapter, chapter 29, 
of Questland by Carrie Vaughn. I'm amused by this chapter. I want to say that right off the top. Okay. Because it's so mundane. <laughs> uh, it's it's this short, mundane snapback to reality, and it seems so fitting because uh, we've been talking about throughout the book how Questland, like Mirabilis, is not real. It's fantasy, and too many people have lost themselves in this fantasy. Addie, at one point, risks losing herself in the fantasy. So for the end of the book to be this like snapback to reality is very fitting to me. It was very appropriate to be yeah. like, no, the fantasy's done. We're back at home. It's back to work tomorrow. Like Exactly. We have spent 90% of this story on this fantasy island dealing with all of this man-made fantasy, right? And dealing with it and the consequences and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That to bring it all back into the quote unquote real world was A, a like almost like a culture shock yeah. and be very fitting. Yeah. Right. It seems appropriate. Like, of course we have to go back to the real world now. Of course we do. Cause we have to deal with all the fallout. Yeah. And despite the chapter being very short, it does kind of tie things up nicely. Most of it. Most of it. Most it, of it. it. It touches on all the stuff that needs to be touched on. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not as well as I'd like, <laughs> but that's, I have a long history of wanting everything wrapped up with a nice neat bow. And I get it's just me. I get it. I get it. So the chapter opens with Torres and Wendell and Addie basically being debriefed. It's yeah. not just the Coast Guard, though Almonte is the one kind of leading the charge. There are NSA people there. Like it's yes. the whole government is now aware of what's gone on and has descended on this case. Yeah. And Addie and Wendell and Torres are basically all just signing the last of the papers saying that they've finished their job, they've been paid. They will have nothing else to do with this. Nor will they speak about it because the next stack of papers is all of the NDAs well, yeah. that they have to sign. Well, it wasn't even NDAs with the government. Apparently, practically from the moment they stepped off the island, they were slapped with NDAs from oh. Lang's company. Oh, 100%. From Lang Analytics to never speak about anything. So they have been clamped down on. They dutifully sign the papers. Yeah. I wasn't surprised at all. That the second they left that island, they were swamped in paperwork. Yeah, Torres is clearly a little uh, miffed throughout this. There's clearly a bit of personal betrayal because of <laughs> because El Monte, Monte being yeah. secretive about her real role. There's also, I get the impression that he doesn't particularly like working with the feds, which tracks to me. Torres, yeah. Captain Torres, clearly did, I mean, he served with the Navy SEALs. He doesn't anymore. That speaks to me of a man who doesn't particularly care for the chain of command and wants to be his own boss. And and or <laughs> all the bureaucracy yeah. involved. Because uh, he's clearly not having a good time. No. Uh, and that tracks really well, though, especially yeah. with ex-military, who just can't handle the bureaucracy. Because yeah. there are a lot of rules and it's all, you know, the tangled web, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we also learned that Wendell has his doctorate. Right? He's referred to as Dr. At Wendell. At the very end of the book, he is referred to as Dr. Wendell. And I'm like, he has a he's a doctor? He has a PhD in engineering. Good job, Wendell. He is he is a, a science guy. So he and Addie are both doctors, which amuses me. Almonte does walk them out after they've signed off all the papers yeah. and does kind of offer an apology, like, hey, look. This wasn't personal. Like, <laughs> it was just, it was known that if I went on as an employee of the company, there would be less chance that I might be hurt 
because the people on the island were clearly more afraid of Lang than they were of the government. And yeah, she didn't want to risk being hurt as a federal agent. Yeah. To be fair, they didn't know what was on that island. No. Right? It was less risky to go on as an employee of Lang's than as a fed. Yeah. And Torres is like, on the one hand, I would have preferred to have been working for the Coast Guard. Like, you could have been honest with me, but I get where you're coming from. On the other hand, I'm never hiring you again. <laughs> and she's like, that's fair. She just kind of chuckles it. She's like, yeah, this was clearly a job she took on or was asked to do that yeah. she knew would sacrifice this relationship. Yeah. Right. She knew that. She also like sincerely tells Addie like, hey, it was actually a pleasure to work with you. And Addie kind of sincerely replies like it was nice to work with you too. But she realizes that it comes out sounding yeah, weird. It comes out wrong because yeah. Addie's a little awkward about it. Um, this is this is still very out of her depth, right? Yeah. But that's that's basically it. The three of them step out of the federal building in downtown Seattle, and that's it. Yeah. The government swept in, took over. Yeah. Right? And their job is done. They have been paid. They are being ushered out. The one question I do have at this point is, can the government just seize all of... This is all Lang's property. Can they just seize it like that? Well... Yes, kind of. If they can justify that it was all used in the commission of a crime, then they can absolutely seize it all. Um, and I get the impression that that's what they've done here because it's it's a flimsy justification, but it's the government, right? I think that Lang's high-priced lawyers are going to have a heyday with the government trying to prove that everything mm -hmm. was involved in the commission of this crime. Oh, for the crime sure. being uh, the deaths of the Coast Guard crew, I assume. Yes. Well, and the death of Rucker, which is touched on. Because... That's true. His death will need to be answered for. Because Dom is taking the fall for the death of the Coast Guard crew. Apparently, he agreed to a plea deal where he is basically uh, accepting responsibility for involuntary manslaughter. And the condition was that the rest of his team gets off the hook. And Eddie even thinks to herself, like, I'd say that that's very noble and heroic of him in fitting with his chivalrous self-image, except that those people shouldn't have died in the first place. Right. And he is 100% responsible for that. Which, yeah, I agree. So he he, he would be heroic if he hadn't already done a supervillain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, but, he, he clearly did the right thing in, in taking, taking that sword for his team. Yeah. But I agree. He shouldn't have done the bad in the first place. Yeah, and Addie hasn't visited him in hospital, where he is still recovering from grievous injuries. Well, yeah, a horrible burn victim. Yeah, and <laughs> she's kind of resolved that she's probably never going to see him again. And I think that's probably healthy for her. Probably for the best. But one person who died on the island who is not Dom's responsibility was Rucker. Yeah. And it looks like Lang is on the hook for that, because it was him at the top and his source code that activated those traps in the castle, yep. which means that he is at least responsible for the accidental murder of Rucker. Yeah. And he might have to answer. I that. would argue that that is not accidental murder if those drones are loaded with live ammunition. Yeah, no. And intended to harm someone, anyone. Now, the situation is murky because Lang apparently has, quote, suffered a nervous breakdown and has disappeared into he, a private institute. He's gone into billionaire hiding. Yeah, basically. And I mean, he's very rich, so he'll probably get off with a slap on the wrist. And in fairness, Rucker's family apparently has been compensated with a generous payout. They're being taken care of because of the situation. So Yes. I mean, it's but... it doesn't make up for the fact that Rucker is dead. Nope. But it maybe softens the blow a little, question mark? 
Hard to say. I mean, it's it is again the right thing to do yeah. to give them something. Oh, for sure. He and he Torres, died for no good reason. And apparently Torres was very insistent that this happen as well. And Addie was even allowed to write them a letter basically saying, "Hey, your son saved my life." And I'm yeah. always going to be appreciative of that. So, and she's kind of hopeful maybe that maybe that gives them some peace yeah. over the matter. In the movie of this in my mind, it's actually a very touching letter with, you know, beautiful voiceover and because she's not allowed to talk about what happened. No, because but she's she is under allowed an to talk about Rucker. Yeah. In my head, it's this beautiful thing about this is the Rucker that I knew and this is what he did for me. You should be proud of him. Yeah. Kind of thing. It's very beautiful and there's music and stuff in my Indeed. head. <laughs> As to the fallout for the rest of the island, though, it's very up in the air. <laughs> Addie makes a very appropriate Indiana Jones joke. She's like, yes, top men, because she asks that question. Yeah. And the best the government gives her is this vague non-answer. Yeah, we're we're on it. Yeah, no, we've, we've got it. Yeah, she's like, yeah, mm, top men. Yeah, it's yeah. very Ark of the Covenant being very, stored in a warehouse somewhere. Yep, very. So there's a question of what happens next, because they're all standing outside of the building, and this is kind of the parting of the ways. And Wendell is the one who actually is like, I'm kind of disappointed it's over. I didn't get I didn't even get to see the elf city. Like <laughs> it's kind of a shame. And Addie jokes like uh, everybody always wants a sequel and Torres is like no. Absolutely <laughs> nope. not. This was a one and done. Not going back there. And Addie's like, "You know what? Just because this mission is done doesn't mean that we have to be done. How about we all go get some coffee?" Torres is like, are you sure? I kind of assumed that you'd want to be done with us. Natty's like, listen, I'm under so many NDAs, it's nuts. It's very hard to get therapy when you can't talk about what happened. You are basically the only two people in the world I can talk to about this, so you are stuck with me, at least for a while. It's like, yep, nope. You are now my therapy. Let's go. And Torres and Wendell are both like, yeah, okay, let's yeah, go and get some right. coffee. Wendell's like, I want to hear all about the Elf City. Yeah. And so they start making their way over to Starbucks, and along the way, Wendell's like, oh, by the way, I may have accidentally completely forgotten to empty all of my pockets after we left Lang's Island, and he pulls out- <laughs> A ring. A ring. And Torres <laughs> is like, I'm not, I didn't see anything at all. And Addie's like, oh, there's our sequel bait, and that is where the story comes to an end. And I gotta say, that ending made me chuckle. I laughed out loud at the book. I was like, ha, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> I liked it. And that's the end. And that's the end. That's how it stops. We're at the end of Questland. Yeah. It's unfortunate that we get the vague ending to the island. Because I'm also curious, what happens to this island? Yeah, what happened to all the borsts and the and the, <laughs> and the friendly dragon on the coast? Terrible name. Is that Sphinx still sitting there doing nothing? Like... Yeah. I, again, I want to know what happens to this island. There were a lot of things on the island that had the semblance of life. What happens to the people of Firstershire? Like, yeah. What happened to Robin Hood and his Merry Men and to Arthur and there to Tess were, and her team? So we know that there are dozens of employees yeah. on this island. Like, what happens to all of them? Uh, I assume uh, they are sent home and also put under heavy NDAs and probably have to testify in court at some point. And... All we know is that Dom's team got off the hook. We don't know anything about the others. Well, we know they got off the hook for murder. Yeah. We don't know that they got off the hook for everything. It's true. 
right? Yeah. I, deep down, I want to know that Lang gets his comeuppance. There was some theft charges being floated around (laughs) because they did technically steal the island and all of the stuff on it, so. Right? Like, the legal heyday that this is. This is going to be a giant mess. This is going to be a a legal quagmire between the government and Lang for years. Oh, yeah. That's pretty clear. Like I said, I I wanted to know that Lang got some comeuppance for creating the horrible tumults that he did. But we don't get that. Yeah, no. Which is kind of realistic from Addie and Torres and Wendell's perspective. They're out of the loop now. They're not going to learn, except maybe by reading a newspaper. Yeah. What happened? If they keep up with it somehow and do a little digging. And normally I'm very frustrated with an ending like that, right? Like, no, wrap it up. Tell me about the things. Don't leave it hanging. But you're right. It's very realistic to the situation. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm okay with that. This, is, this time around. This is the way a realistic adventure comes to an end. It's just done. Yeah. And they're and they're supposed to just pick up and carry on yeah. now. Addie, Addie goes back to work at the university and Torres probably gets another job probably. together. Maybe has Wendell on board with it. Who knows? Wendell figures out the ring. Well, that's an entirely different matter. Yeah, I know. Anyway. But uh, yeah, so we're done. The book. Yeah, that's it. Book Where over. Where do we go from here? Now we get to take our step back. And look at the whole thing. But I don't not know why today. I'm gesturing so big. No one can see me. Yeah, not today, though. No, not today. Uh, we don't have time. We don't know. This is not our book club episode. Next episode, for those of you just joining us for the first time, is when we go full book club on this book. We'll talk about themes and character arcs and such. Nita will have some questions that she'll conjure up and surprise me with so that I have to think on my feet. <laughs> uh, we'll almost certainly do the make that movie. Oh. Uh, come up with some casting ideas for some of the characters, maybe some things that we would like to see if we were doing a film version of this. And uh, yeah, and then we will announce what our next book will be, and we'll begin reading that basically the next week. Yeah, and in between now and then, we will actually go find another book, because we don't have one yet. Yeah. We will. We it's, will. We have a whole week. It's been busy the last little bit, so we, yeah. we, I mean, to be fair, we usually push it to the last minute. We do. The, we're we're a little more last minute than normal here, so. It's okay, though. We promise. We will have a book. Yes. So in the meantime, you don't have to read up on anything in time for next week because the book's done. Uh, but maybe, I don't know, put on your thinking cap. Think about what you thought of the whole book. I said think a lot right there. Uh, and then, I mean, if you want, you can drop us a line about it. We're on social media. We're on via email. You can touch base with us and say, hey, this is what I thought. Yeah, Maybe we... we'll even read some of those comments on the show. Who knows? Oh, that'd be cool. If we get some comments. If... And they're good. <laughs> Don't be mean about it. <laughs> no, seriously, I'm, I would love I'm to joking. read listener comments, like afterthoughts. Be like, yeah. oh, hey, I love this book. I hated this book. This was my favorite part. If you have some, send them to us. For sure. We'll, we'll, we'll totally go through those. Ah, I'd be into it. Which in itself seems like a good segue to mentioning, uh, first of all, this is normally where we would plug... Uh, that we're part of the Alberta Podcast Network and do another ad drop, but that's not happening this week. Um, But, you know, we are still very fond of many of our fellow podcasts from the network. Many of them are still available because, like us, just because they've been cut loose doesn't mean that they're ceasing. And so if you go to albertapodcastnetwork.com, it is still a legacy site available, and it still shows all of the podcasts that were part of the network. For any of them that are still active... Feel free to check them out. Give them some love. Right now, they're going to need your support more than ever. (laughs) While you're checking them out, you can download them on your podcatcher of choice. While you're there, you can give us a little rating and review because that is definitely helpful for us. Oh, especially helpful now. Yeah. Uh, You can also reach out to us on social media. Absolutely. We're still on (laughs) Instagram, 
Facebook, Twitter, and Goodreads. We are at the read along. So we are still pretty easy to find. Yep, we can also be reached via email. Absolutely. Send all of your digital love to thereadalong at gmail.com. And with that said, as always, we love you very much and see you next time. Time for a new book. Thank you for joining us on The Read-Along with your hosts, Anita and Scott Bourgeois. All read-along music is by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Cover art is by Aaron Beaver. Be sure to join us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Read-Along, and check out our group on Goodreads.com. Goodreads.com